Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Hey guys, Mina here. Uh, Glad we all made it through Monday. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to Mina AF. This episode, you guys, I'm going to apologize in advance. I get super rambly because I am just saying the things as they are coming to my brain. But I think it comes full circle to the point that we can all apply to so many different areas of our lives. And what kind of set me forward in this random rambling recording was a podcast I was listening to, and the guy said, things aren't different until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. I believe I said that correctly. And I currently in having a dilemma about a family situation. And that's what this rambling is about. But what I want you guys to be able to take from it is where are you in your life and what do you want to change? Because I think so many times we can get in our heads and, you know, throw too many variables into the mix that don't matter and, you know, muck up these conversations when really what it comes down to is like, what it comes down to is, do you want to change? Because it's not going to be easy. And whether that's fitness whether that's uh, a marriage, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a business relationship. Change is hard, and it's hard for everyone. And doing it takes guts, and it takes the desire. And I think for a lot of people, the motivating factor is takes so much pain that you can't not make a change. And that's what I'm rambling about that I think it's time to make a change because staying the same is just causing everyone pain. Um, And unfortunately, my son's five-year-old birthday party is the brunt of the change. So stick with me, guys. Hopefully it comes full circle in the end. 
Um, and hopefully it, at the very least, lets you think about some of the things that you've maybe been wanting to change in your life but just haven't taken the step forward doing because it's just easier to stay the same. So here we go. Hey, hey, y'all. We made it through Monday. Happy Tuesday on Mina AF. Uh, I don't actually know where this episode's going to go, but I apologize in advance if it's a little rambly. So I was listening to, I've been listening to different podcasts, you know, like the inspirational, the business, the educational, not just you know the mindless ones that are also highly entertaining. And when I was listening to this morning, he said a bunch of things. It was Alex Hormozy, um, you know, big, like just great in the business world as well as the motivational world. He's done all kinds of different things. He owns all kinds of different businesses. And he's very no-nonsense, which I personally hear well and can and, and, and appreciate. Not everyone does. And he was saying so many things. Um, but one of the things, like the quote he kept saying that he had attributed to someone, and I can't remember who it was, things happen when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And he was applying it to lots of different things, to business, to specifically he started in like personal training. So, you know, the pain of staying the same, being unhealthy, not being able to play with your kids, whatever, once that is so much worse than the pain or I think the fear of change, um, that's when action actually happens. And I've been having, I've been, I've been, there's a predicament that I've been thinking about. So it's, you know, my son's birthday party. And usually that's like a family event. And my family is challenging. And I've been going back and forth about who do I want to be able to be present at this party? Who will, will it, what will my, will it affect my kids? Will they even notice who's here and who's not here? There's gonna be a bunch of animals. That's all I care about. Am I being true to myself and my husband by setting appropriate boundaries for certain people to be here or to not be here. All these things all kind of compiled with that like amazing Polish Catholic guilt or just guilt in life that I was raised with that, you know, you only get one family and, you know, they should be able to behave however they want and all these things. And again, also at this period in my life where I'm making a lot of adjustments and actively trying to figure out what boundaries I want to have across the board in business and friendships with family. Um, and when he was saying that this morning over and over, you know, when the pain of staying the same is greater than either the pain or the fear of change, that's when action happens. And it helped me with this inner monologue I've been having. And this birthday party is just, you know, a, a, an example of what this bigger conversation is in my head with how do we approach complicated family dynamics. And there's different members of my family that have varying levels of complication or simplicity. And the birthday party is something that brought up a lot of those conversations. So I'm going to explain the specific dynamics of, of this situation that I'm talking about. And I think in my family for the longest time, I mean, the way I, the, I learned to compartmentalize from my family. And I'm very good at it. And it, like I've said before, it served me very well in a lot of different areas of my life when it needed to. And I'm also aware that it also is can, cannot be a good thing and can be a mechanism where I like run away from conversations or problems or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. 
So that's always in the background of every conversation I have with myself about everything. Are you compartmentalizing because you don't want to deal with this? Are you setting an appropriate boundary and you're just questioning whether it's an appropriate boundary because those have never existed in your life? It's this ongoing like gaslighting myself almost uh, about what is real, what is not, what am I making up in my head? And the current state of affairs is my mom and I aren't in a great place. My brother Tad and I aren't in a great place. My brother William and I are kind of like non-existent place. It's 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 complicated without even being complicated. Like we we don't really engage much and the last engagement wasn't super positive and that was, you know, maybe a year ago. We've always we all always coexist. We all went on family vacation together and everyone is pleasant enough around each other. And is that the good thing, the right thing, or is that all just being wildly dysfunctional and pretending we don't want to be around each other? And I still don't know the answer. But this all, you know, is going through my mind while figuring out very last minute. My son's birthday is a week from today. And I was like, okay, oh God, no birthday party. I gotta, I gotta do a birthday party. We're having a bunch of animals at the house. And the people that I've invited are, you know, my friends with kids that see my kids every day, you know, th- those kind of situations, the people that are engaged in their lives on a regular basis. Um, and not only do my mom and my two brothers not fall into that category of being involved in their life on a regular basis, we're also not on good terms. And I do want to just make the point in saying, I'm sure they feel that there are reasons that they're not as involved in my kids' lives. Um, and I'm sure there are a lot of very valid reasons. I think I've always, actually, I know I've made it abundantly clear to at least my mom that like, we have our issues, but my kids are never off limits. Like anytime you want to see them or have an activity with them, like I would never punish them because we're not in a great place. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AF. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and you can fuel up for them with factors no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. 
Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 and use code MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MinaAF50 at factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. My other brother, you know, my brother, Tad, he's just, he's in a different place in his life. He doesn't have kids. There's not of overlap. So he's, you know, the uncle that's at the, the, at Thanksgiving at my dad's house. And I think that leads to, you know, the holidays, the things that are at my dad's house. We all come together, I think, for the things that are important to my dad. So we all go on family vacation and kind of deal with whatever weird awkwardness is happening at the time. And we all act nice and like normal adult humans, because this is an important thing for a handful of different people. I think at the top of that list, my dad. Um, Same thing with Thanksgiving at my dad's or Christmas at my dad's. There's almost always something going on, as I'm sure a lot of you can relate, that creates some level of discord within the family. But when you have these events, you know, you put your big kid pants on, you are all nice to each other, you pretend that thing isn't a thing, and you get through the event and you move on. And I still think that's the right thing to do at any neutral location. So, you know, my my dad having my niece's birthday party, the whole family comes, we're all great, we all get along, hug, say goodbye, and go our separate ways. Where I'm having this internal struggle is this is at my home, and it's my son's birthday party. And how do I want to handle this? And I keep coming back to it's more trouble to deal with it than it is just to not. So I should just invite everyone and shut up and not deal with it. And that's where my head kept going back to until I was listening to this podcast this morning that was, you know, you, there's there's no change until the pain of staying the same is greater than the change. And I think it's it's probably got there. I can't imagine staying the same being much worse than trying to affect change. And the first step in that is kind of like putting a a wrench in the cycle. And the cycle is whenever there's an event, we all put our big kid pants on and pretend to be nice to each other and do the event and then go back to our corners of the universe and talk shit about each other. And I just don't want to do that because that doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel real. And it's just not what I want my life to be. I want that I'm even having this conversation is annoying. That I'm not, that the conversation isn't about planning my son's birthday. It's about dancing around this issue of family at my son's birthday is absolutely infuriating to me. And I'm an active participant in that. So not, not to lay blame any, any place else, but thinking through, okay, what does that look like? I was talking to my sister-in-law about it because she's always a really good person to bounce things off of. And she said, you know, the easy thing would be just to invite everyone and suck it up and do the same thing we always do. Um, what would be your reason for for doing that? Why, why would you invite everyone? And my answer was, so I don't have to deal with all the shit. She was like, well, that's a bad reason. I was like, yeah, you're right. It's, it is a bad reason. And of course, you know, her and I, as well as my husband and I talked through, 
how would this affect the kids? If it would ever negatively affect my children, that's an easy answer. But because none of these people are really people that my kids see terribly often, I don't think they're even going to notice they weren't there. Um, And then if we go down the road of, okay, let's invite the people that are active members in their lives that I have good relationships with and not the people that don't fall into that bucket. Then the question comes up is, do I tell them that? And do I say, this is why you're not invited? And so I've been thinking through that whole conversation and how that goes. And having to say, this is why you're not invited, opens up a line of communication to discuss that. And I really don't want to do that. That sounds exhausting right now. So again, I fall back to, do we just invite everyone because it's the path of least resistance? But it's what we've all always done. And it hasn't gotten us anywhere better, it feels like. So do I do something different? And I'm sitting here talking to you guys. Like, I still don't necessarily know the answer. And I feel like what's fair is if there are going to be decisions made where family members who would usually just be invited because it's status quo aren't, an explanation is owed, whether or not it's even wanted or if they even care. So I've been trying to think through, okay, like what is a rational, reasonable way to have this conversation? And I think probably a lot of you can relate to trying to have hard conversations with family members or close friends that aren't what anyone wants to be talking about or what anyone wants to hear. Like we all want it to be easy and lovey and it's great and it's just not. So what do I say? Do I say, you know, I really want this to be about my kids and it's already in in my head and in my house been way more about not my kids. So that's not a great start to the conversation. I think it's maybe we're not in a great place and I think it's going to be stressful for me and mine to maybe be around you because the people that are close to me know of, you know, the contentious relationships that exist and know at least what they've seen of me feeling hurt or feeling slighted or feeling fill in the blank. And so they don't necessarily want to be around certain people. But does it even, do I owe an explanation? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. And I feel like I'm saying this all because a lot of you can relate and talking about it, like I think this is more normal than I probably think it is, but people don't like to talk about the hard things with their family because then you get the people who say, you only have one mom, you only have one dad, your sibling's your best friend, you know, you, you should never give up on family, this, that, and the other, which has a time and place. And I think for our family, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that, I'm going with that. But I think what makes sense is making the decision that is going to be the uncomfortable one because it's going to change something. And I don't even know what necessarily, but I do know if we all keep doing the same thing, it's going to keep being the same. And I don't think any of us are happy with it being the same. I don't think my mom is. I don't think either of my brothers are. So who's going to be the one to start making it be different? And is it me? Because then I feel like I'm definitely going to be the bad guy, 100% going to be the bad guy. But also maybe that's okay. Like, can it get much worse? 
I guess, is the other question. And that's where this whole, the podcast I was listening to really kind of hit home with, you know, change usually happens when the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of change. And I think even talking it through with you guys now, that's, it's so applicable to like so many aspects of my life. And this birthday party is just like one thing, like one symbol of this midlife crisis, whatever it is in my life, where I've done the same thing for so long and it hasn't served me for so long. But how do you make those changes that you need to change without, like in a respectful way for the people that are around you, uh, friends, family, coworkers? Like how do you do that? And I don't know the answer. I'm, I'm just throwing that out in the universe. But I think it's just been the same for so long that it's what we all defer to. And stirring the pot is not going to be good and it's not going to be easy and I'm going to get a lot of guff for it from all the different sides. And I still think doing something different is better than staying the same and having the same result, which is just status quo. We exist around each other. No one really enjoys each other. No one's punching the other person in the face by any means. We all just exist because it's what makes my dad happy. And that's that's fine. That's been fine for a long time. It's fine for a lot of families. I just don't think it's fine anymore. And I want to do something different. And I also don't want to hurt people. But I also don't want me to get hurt. And I feel like sometimes I set myself up with these grand expectations of, you know, I think a lot of times we think about our parents and we're like, wow, you were a shitty parent. Why are you such a good grandparent? And we all know the answer. It's just, it's just, it's a different relationship. You've had the chance to make the mistakes with your kids. Like these are your grandkids. The pressure's off. It's great. But I don't have that, um, which is challenging. And so I'm trying to find the space in these various relationships to to make room for like anything new, new experiences, new conversations, new versions of each other, of me, of them, whatever it is. And it's just been super challenging because there has it's just been a lot more of the same. And they probably feel the same too, to be honest. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So I think you know, going back to the difficulty of change being more painful than things just staying the same. 
I don't think, I think if I just do status quo and we all come and we all play nice and it is what it is, like then nothing will change because I haven't created a new environment. It's the same thing. It's the same behaviors. It's the same interactions that are all very surface level, which could also be fine. Is it just fine that they're surface level? Like you don't have to be best friends with everyone, whether it's friends or family. So it's just this very, it feels like not midlife crisis-y, but it's just a really weird place to be in where I'm trying to figure out, it's like starting over. Like, what do I want my world to be? Who do I want to be in it? Who is allowed to be in it? And I think it feels really weird and kind of douchey to say, you know, not everyone gets to be, like, not everyone gets to sit at the table. But I also think there's something to it and for standing up for yourself and saying, all these experiences have been unpleasant with fill in the blank. So why would I keep inviting them to my table? And if the reason is, well, because they're family or because you've been friends for 20 years, like what excuse, like what does that buy? What is, okay, so we were friends for 20 years, so you get to, you know, lie to me or treat me poorly or whatever it is. It's, you're using this history to, okay, not great behavior. And that's what we've just kind of all always done. And I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. And I think a lot of people aren't going to be happy about that because it just, it, 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 it puts a wrench in the status quo. So if, you know, people that I don't feel like are an active participant in my life right now aren't invited to my special things, but they are invited to, let's say, you know, my dad's next birthday party. Then who's suffering? Is my dad then suffering because the dynamic between me and whatever that other party is, is still poor? Or do we just go back to pretending at that event? Because that is not my place to make the choice about who sits at my table. That is my dad's place to make the choice about who is coming to his table. We just all act right. And I can act right, but I don't know if everyone can. So it's a very, very loaded question, y'all. Who is on the guest list to my five-year-old's birthday party? These are the tough conversations we're having. This is a very short episode because I don't really know where I was going when I started. And I'm not really sure where I'm going to end. But what I do know is I do firmly believe that nothing happens until the pain of change is less than the pain of staying the same. And the pain of staying the same right now is pretty cruddy. So I think maybe it's time to change. That's all I got. (laughs) On that note, because I'm starting to cry, I will see you guys all next Tuesday. 